0: Welcome to the Jasmine Star Show, where we normally talk about building the business of your dreams and cultivating the right mindset to get everything you want, but today we're going to take a little bit of a detour. This podcast is heavily focused on business, but today I'm having a candid and personal conversation about what life looks like away from social media. I've always said that people only see 1% of my life on social media. And I post quite a bit. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Clubhouse, and LinkedIn, as well as weekly blog posts, weekly newsletter list, and let's not forget my weekly text messages. And I'm just going to be honest, you'll probably find me on whatever the next big social platform will be. I share business tips and who I am as an entrepreneur, but I mean, like most of us, I do not share 99% of what my real life looks like. I've said it before. But I'm going to say it again. If I didn't have a business, I probably wouldn't be on social media. I'm a private person. I'm an introvert. And I don't think I have a captivating life worth sharing. I mean, (laughs) well, hey, like if you think wiping the kitchen counter 87 times a day or picking up dog poo from our morning walk is captivating, well, then maybe we can have a discussion. But if you don't, I really have nothing more to share. So you might be surprised to hear that JD, my husband and my business partner, spent months attending adoptive parenting classes. So we took classes for over a year since we started the adoption process becoming certified to become foster parents. And then later, we started an entirely new process when we opted for private adoption. So we were in a lot of classes a lot of the time. While we were growing Social Curator and... You know, Let's just be real, business owner to business owner. When I say a growing social curator, I really mean we were spending every waking minute to keep the business moving forward. Whenever time we had outside of that, which was very little and then turned out to be a lot, a lot, a lot as things progressed, is we would spend every weekend and go to night classes attending these mandated trainings. At one of these trainings, the facilitator asked us, now when I say us, like this is a room full of like hopeful parents. A lot of us are nervous. Some people have adopted before. Some people like to talk a lot. Some people like to remain behind the scenes and like it was a mix of people and the energy was palpable. So at these trainings, the facilitator asked us how we'd let our future child know that she was adopted. And to be honest, I didn't know. Now, the facilitator encouraged us to start the adoption conversation as soon as possible. She went as far as saying that we should start practicing on the day that we were placed with a child, like say it out loud in the car, say it while cooking dinner, practice saying it during bath time. Essentially, she taught us the more that you do something, the less intimidating or scary it is. Uh, Come on, y'all. Like, talk about the irony being rich. Like, I teach the very same thing to business owners, right? The more you do, the easier it will become. Like, each week I say, take action and do the work. And yet, I never thought about how it would play out personally for me as a mother. Throughout each training, J.D. and I decided what type of adoption and family conversations we wanted to have. We wanted to have an open adoption. We wanted to be in contact with the baby's first parents. We didn't want to say things like, we adopted you, but instead we wanted to say things like, we became an adoptive family. Because by changing that narrative, it's less about us doing something for her. It was us doing something together. But it's one thing to think how it'll be and then an entirely different thing when it comes to actually do it. A couple weeks ago, J.D. and I were reminiscing about becoming a family. I was recording myself reading from my 2020 journal. Like, this journal is a year old. So I was recording myself reading from that 2020 journal. And at the time, I was writing about hearing from our lawyer about a baby that was born in Las Vegas. And he wanted to know if we were open to submitting our profile for consideration. But then J.D. came over and he gave me a hug. After I was reading it, because he's the softie between the two of us. And he wanted to hug me after hearing the memory of me recounting this story out loud. I can't believe that. Come here. I love you. Come here. I love you so <laughs> much, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know. We've got our day. Gosh, like 365 days later. Like how different life looks. Like we thought. Fa- we were introduced to our daughter and we didn't know that she was our daughter because I was just so tired of waiting. I love you. <sighs> What's for lunch? Yummy, yeah, I mean, oh my goodness. <clears throat> we have Brussels sprouts. We got Brussels sprouts. We got sweet potato looks like. Spinach. Um, some dried, probably kalamata olives or... Quinoa. Walnuts and spinach. I'm a very boring eater. (laughs) Lucky you. Last year, I created a podcast episode about how we adopted our daughter, Luna Soul. I recorded the podcast in our Las Vegas hotel room. We had just 24 hours notice to get to the city from our home in Newport Beach. And on February 22nd, 2020, our daughter was placed in our arms. It was, hands down, the best day of our lives. Due to a few unexpected delays, we ended up staying in Las Vegas for almost a month. During that time, J.D. and I decided we returned to Las Vegas every February 2nd until Luna turned 18 so we could celebrate the day we became a family. We also wanted to make sure that we commemorate her first family. Our greatest joy stemmed from somebody else's greatest pain. I will honor the weight of this emotional burden and I will never forget the sacrifice Luna's first parents made. People often ask if we have contact with her first parents and the answer is no. This is pretty unfortunate, but I pray that the moment that we can meet them, it will be divinely appointed. We don't know who they are, and we have to wait for them to reach out to the adoption agency, and the agency will then connect with us. And hopefully, we will be able to set up a time where we could all meet, and Luna could meet her first parents. And I believe that on that day, it will be divinely appointed. And I also believe that one day, it will happen. Until then we'll continue to return to Las Vegas to remind Luna of her history and her story. I documented our first trip to meet Luna in 2020, so I decided to document our second trip in 2021. Like I mentioned, Luna was born on January 22nd, so we celebrated her birthday with our families. Because of COVID, we kept each party small, limited to just immediate family. But seeing how this was her first birthday, I recorded myself greeting her on the morning of... I'm gonna... Wake up, Luna. A couple minutes early, cause it's her birthday. Good morning. Happy birthday, baby. <coughs> Happy birthday. How you doing? Yeah. Hello. Hello, baby. Happy... <coughs> yeah. I love you happy birthday you're one years old then it was time to take Luna to wake her daddy up by surprising him in bed I should also mention that in JD's family it's a birthday tradition to play Las Mañanitas which is a Spanish version of happy birthday <gasps> happy birthday to you happy birthday hold on I gotta get Polo hold on. come here Polo come here Happy birthday to you! Happy... Oh, the polo kisses! Hi, buddy! Happy birthday, baby! (gasps) Hi, mama! Buenos dias! Hey, baby! Come here, mama. How do you feel today? Do you feel older? Do you feel older? Mm. Not really, dad. At the end of January, COVID had presented another wave of infections, and we debated whether we should drive to Las Vegas. We went back and forth about what we should do. We're we're going. We weren't sure how we felt with all things COVID, but we are going to take a road trip, and we've never taken a road trip before. (laughs) So, um, yeah, four hours with a one-year-old. She is pulling my hair right now. (laughs) Okay, that's it. We're done with the recording. We're done we made the final decision to take the road trip one day before. So the following day, we packed our bags, loaded the car, and opted to leave at 7 p.m., which is Luna's bedtime because we're like, fingers crossed, she'll sleep in the car. But before we left, we made sure that Luna enjoyed her favorite time of the day, bath time. Wait, Luna, wait, wait. What's that? What? Then we started our road trip, but not before JD admitted to being emotional. JD's not overly emotional; he's never been like one of those like teary-eyed kind of guys. But since having our daughter, his heart has become so tender. I was recording our trip from the back seat as I was sitting back there with Luna, and he was driving, and he didn't know that I was recording while we were listening to music. Why are you gonna cry? Because I remember this trip with you by ourselves. Yeah, but there's no need to cry because it's It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to cry too. It's okay to cry too. It is 7:29. We are repeating the same drive that we took around this time last year to get Luna and so far so good. Baby girl has a blanket. We're listening to Heart of Gold by Neil Young, which is one of her favorite songs. It's what she listens to when she's to bed. It's a full moon tonight, and the moon is yellow in California, and we should be arriving Vegas between 1130 and midnight, and we're hoping that she just sleeps out the entire ride, and I think I think we're off to a really great start. Fingers crossed. We made terrific time and we arrived at the hotel around 1115. And I have to say, like, we were surprised with the most stunning spread of sandwiches and wraps and grilled veggies and fruit. Because of COVID, the kitchen closed at 10 p.m., but the hotel wanted to make sure that we were taken care of after our car ride, which made revisiting our first meeting place so special. It's (laughs) 1115. And oh we're here God. and Luna is having them. And Daddy's a, feeding Luna a sandwich and we're we're staying a in this same cut sandwich. sandwich. You like mm. that? Mm. Ah, yummy. Mm-hmm. We are like the worst parents tonight. We're keeping our baby up till midnight. Giving her egg salad sandwich. But Luna, this is where mommy and daddy held you for the first time. Uh, Luna. Luna. What this is where roots, baby? This mm. is where Daddy sang to mm-hmm. you, and this is where mommy I held you. Mommy carried you right here. This is the first time I fed you. Did you smiled at Mommy? You smiled mm. at me? Mm. You did mm. that first day. You smiled at Mama. I mommy
1: love re- you. Mommy
0: held you first.
1: I Want know. Some more? Mm. The
0: sandwiches are good? I mm. love you. I love you, Luna. I love Mm. you. This is so special for Mama. Mm -hmm. I love you. The next morning, we started our adventure by taking Luna to visit the hospital where she was born. But before we left, members of the hotel went out of their way to say hello. We stayed at the hotel for almost a month last year. So Luna was basically like queen of the castle. Like that little girl just ruled, she ruled the roost. That's what she did. The housekeepers, the bellman, the concierge, everywhere we went, people wanted to know more of her story. When we returned, many of the people at the hotel remembered her, including one of our favorite bellmen, Gamini. When we first met him in the hotel hallway, he stopped us and he asked to pray a blessing over her. I have never been more touched in my life. And to our delight, we saw Gamini again before heading to the hospital. Hi, hi, good, yes, to, hi, see good to see you. It's you Oh, doing? it's been wonderful. Good yes, to see yes. you. Look and look at how big I she know. is now. how beautiful I, Aww. I Running into you last year and meeting you was so special. Yeah, it was good. a blessing. It was, it was like a blessing on nice us. You. Thank you. Thank too, you. It yeah. feels good to be back a year later. Yes. And yes. she's healthy and happy. Yeah. How's the family? Good good. good, good. Everybody doing well. Good, yeah, yeah. good. I know. I have a few seconds. It's good to see you. Take care. I think I'll see you guys back. Thanks. Then he was off to the hospital. We're we going first, Jerry. We're going to head over to the hospital where Luna was born. I haven't been back since a year ago, so I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous, too. What hospital is that? I don't know. I think it's called the UMC. I, I'm not sure what the hospital oh, but is, but it's the general it's the general hospital for Las Vegas. Do you think we're going to get out? Like, Do you think we'll walk in, or do you think that we'll just drive in? Um, I think we're just going to stay outside because of COVID. I don't think they'll let us in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to say to Luna? Mm. I'm going to say that there was a lot of guardian angels around her here at this hospital. We were nervous going back to the hospital, but it brought back so many amazing memories. Luna, this is where you were born, Mama. Look. I see baby There's girl. a lot of doctors in there. <coughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, this is it, Luna. You came out quiet, a quiet little girl. <laughs> so, um, the first time we came to this hospital, we had uh, like no idea. We didn't know the baby's birth name. And we weren't sure if, like, when we were going to actually get her she, at the time she was in uh, cradle care. And we came to the hospital, and we walked out, and the parking lot was a little bit empty, but there was a car that was outside of the hospital, and it had, like, tr- trunk open, and it had the doors, and it was playing a Dua Lipa song, and... I know it sounds so dumb. I know it sounds so ridiculous that I think that God could speak to me through a Dua Lipa song, okay? Like there's this song that it was like a song that I had been listening to and it makes no sense, but it was just the song that I was just like, I'm gonna become a mom to this song. Like, I can't tell you why, it's just, I'm gonna become a mom to this song. And how in a virtually empty parking lot, Are we walking into the hospital and that very Dua Lipa song is playing like of all the songs and all the cars and all of the empty parking lots that Dua Lipa song comes on and it was just confirmation and we were walking around the hospital because we couldn't get a doctor to read the medical records. And as JD and I were walking behind the hospital so much so that there's like dumpsters we walk past this bright yellow dumpster and on the side of the dumpster, it said Luna's trash and disposal. Come on. Like when I'm driving back here, I feel like there's like a lump in my throat because it's like, it was like the heavens were just letting us know that we were going to become parents and we were stressed and we were tired and we were sad. And it was like those small little things, was just signs that were like, keep going, keep going. And now we're back here with baby girl and so then a crazy thing happened oh my god get out get out the trash bin is still here and it just says luna's on it i'm gonna take a photo i'm gonna take a photo we thought we'd then go and visit other special places in luna's journey but baby girl was hungry and tired and she was giving us a piece of her mind We took a photo outside of UMC, and we were kind of debating what we should be doing for lunch, and we didn't want to drive back to the Strip, and so I should probably take a moment of gratitude for this restaurant in Las Vegas called Litai Number 2, okay? Because when we lived in Vegas during, like, we had to get, like, interstate paperwork, all we did was order food. Like, we didn't have the kitchen, so we were ordering, like... Doordash, dash and we found this thai restaurant in las vegas and i'm gonna tell you thank you for this trip mall uh that delivered to us and then all of a sudden we're by the hospital and the thai number two is out here so we're just for sentimentality's sake, and for sanity's sake gonna grab some lunch our trip was everything we hoped for and then some more It was soul filling to simply spend days in the hotel room just doing Luna's favorite things, like reading. Okay, okay, I'll start, I'll start, I'll start. Everything is mama. Everything is mama according to you, but there are other fun words that you'll wanna know too. Son, mama. Waffle, mama. Hat, mama. Everything is mama according to you, but one day you'll see mama's everything is you We ate dinners together overlooking the red rocks at sunset We sang and we danced and her dad kept her happy and laughing the entire time <coughs> <coughs> When I think back to this trip, I feel immense gratitude for the ups and downs of the journey. And also, I can't help but think that any good thing in life comes as a result of hard work and dedication. In this podcast, I spoke about me, about my journey. But I know this podcast isn't about a single person. I believe this podcast is about us, the people who work hard and remain dedicated, even on days when everything is awry. I started this episode telling you that our adoption facilitator and educator told us to practice talking about adoption every day. And in the same way, I'm reminding you, I'm reminding us that we must work hard every day and remain consistent as we work toward our goals. We must set reminders to show how far we've come. We need to celebrate milestones and we need to laugh along the way. Does this sound sappy? <laughs> Are you thinking right about now? Oh, snap. I just downloaded a Disney podcast and you're going to be expecting a fairy godmother to and appear to turn this like pumpkin into a carriage. Yeah, no, that's not the case. But sure, I can admit when something sounds too good to be true. But it is. It is true. Our journeys, our failures, our successes... Every last piece of it is so good and it's so true. Everything we are going through in this moment is shaping us to who we're supposed to become. I'm thankful for the pruning of my ego. I'm grateful for the tearing down of my expectations. I'm indebted to things not working out for me because it's simply making me better for the thing in the future that is greater than my limited mind can dream up. You and I both know this podcast is about adoption and it isn't about adoption. It serves as a monument for many of us to express gratitude for the journey. Our journeys don't look anything alike, but they are the same in respect to remaining vigilant to working towards our dreams. I have to be honest, I debated recording this podcast. Recording this podcast has actually been a lot harder than I expected. I wondered if it was in the best interest of Luna. I doubted people would listen. And I didn't want to come across as like a know-it-all, expert mom, business owner, entrepreneur, like no I'm just a broken girl trying to do the best I can for my daughter and if others can learn from my experience I'll crack myself open and share before I end the podcast I want to record a note for Luna who won't understand it today but I hope she'll listen to this in the future and know it was created with her in mind Luna words can't describe how in love I am with you you're not the daughter of my heart you're the daughter of my soul The minute I saw you, I knew you were mine. What I didn't know was that you were going to help me more than I could ever assist you. In the past year, you made me stronger. I now speak in a way I never have before. You made me bolder. I stand up for my opinions and belief because I want you to do the same. And you made me brave enough to dream bigger dreams because I want you to believe that anything is possible. Thank you for being my moon and my sun. Luna Soul. Your name is the ground I plant my future dreams in. May you tend to them as if they were your own because one day the rose of seedling dreams will become the garden upon which you walk. Thank you for listening to The Jasmine Star Show. It is an honor to connect with you in such a personal way. Nothing would mean more to me than to continue to grow together please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. This helps me connect with other people so we can continue chasing big dreams together. Much love.